Hello? Anybody home? Today, I want you to open your mind. I've almost come to the conclusion that the story is so damning that the mass of people can't deal with it. We are in process of developing a whole series of techniques to get people actually to love their servitude. We face a hostile ideology, global in scope, atheistic in character, ruthless in purpose and insidious in method. For we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence. To change the minds and the attitudes and the beliefs of the people of the world, especially the United States, to bring about one world socialist totalitarian government. The potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. It has patterned itself after every dictator who has ever planted the ripping imprint of a boot on the pages of history since the beginning of time. Brutes have risen to power, but they lie. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. If you can get people to consent to the state of affairs in which they are living, then you you have a much more easily controllable society than you would if you were relying only on clubs and firing squads and concentration camps. Tools of conquest do not necessarily come with bombs and explosions and fallout. There are weapons that are simply thoughts, attitudes, prejudices, to be found only in the minds of men. As you connect the dots between different people, organizations, places, religions, history, suddenly the picture starts to form. If you don't connect the dots. It's just a mass of what's all this about. The kingdom of God is within man, not one man, nor a group of men, but in all men, in you. You, the people, have the power to make this life free and beautiful, to make this life a wonderful adventure. Someone born in the United States is not more special than someone born in Mexico. Someone who is white is not more special than someone who is black. They're just vehicles for the consciousness to experience. War is peace. Freedom is slavery. They do not want your children to be educated. They do not want you to think too much. It was learned that the aliens had men and were then manipulating masses of people through secret societies, witchcraft, magic, the occult, and religion. They reach into our children in music, television, books. Prey on children's innocence. How can I disprove lies that are stamped with an official seal? So if you have the opportunity to stand next to one of these machines, it feels like an altar to an alien god. Genetic power is the most awesome force the planet's ever seen, but you wield it like a kid that's found his dad's gun. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc is now in the possession of the Army. Too many others know what's happening out there, and no one, no government agency has jurisdiction over the truth. Any state, any entity, any ideology that fails to recognize the worth, the dignity, the rights of man, that state is obsolete. A case to be filed under M for Mankind in the Twilight Zone. About time some of you got acquainted with the real hard truth. It's the heart that says, I will not acquiesce. Broadcasting from the Sonoran Desert, I'm your host Ryan Gable, and this is the Secret Teachings Radio, airing five nights a week, Monday through Friday, 10 p.m. to midnight Pacific, on GroundZero.radio, right after Clyde Lewis and Ground Zero is over. You'll hear the secret teachings as you are now. Thank you so much for joining us on the secret teachings this Thursday, September 22nd, 2022. 
If you'd like to contact the show, rdgable at yahoo.com. Yes, it's an old email, rdgable at yahoo.com. Social media, Facebook and Twitter, TST underscore underscore radio on Twitter and Facebook.com forward slash The Secret Teachings. Our full archive can be found on any radio or podcast player or application. You can listen to the shows and download them. Please leave us a review with whatever the amount of stars is that you think we deserve. Let other people know what you think of the show. There are plenty of people who hate this show that go to those platforms and leave us negative reviews intentionally. So if you enjoy this show... Hopefully, the least you can do is leave us a good review on one of those players. Helps to expand the show. Also, if you'd like to get access to the ad-free archive, subscribe to that archive at thesecretteachings.info. That's www.thesecretteachings.info. You'll also find my books there. My new book, Liberty Shrugged. It's selling pretty well for not having advertisement or distribution. I want to thank you all for buying that book. It is Liberty Shrugged, only at thesecretteachings.info. Hopefully, that book will keep you entertained and informed over 600 pages of really incredible, well-documented historical information that I think will really change your view on a lot of contemporary events if you don't already share in that information. Again, thesecretteachings.info. So if you saw the promo tonight, you'll know that we once again are going to reverse the con. We have David Oates with us in the second hour. David Oates, reverse speech using that reverse speech to figure out what is in the subconscious. Previous shows we've done with David Oates, just one. We talked about David Wilcock and Corey Good. Now, we usually play these guys forward, but the last time we had David on back, I believe it was in April in the archive, we played some of those clips in reverse. And I've pulled them back out of the archive to play a few more of those clips here during this first hour. We also listened during that show to Corey Good, who, well, he's basically, according to his subconscious, if you believe in reverse speech, it's sort of hard not to, although you could be led or misled to hear something that's not really there. But when somebody tells you this is what they hear and you don't hear anything, there might not be anything there. So it's up to your discretion Corey Good, David Wilcock, these are guys that in their subconscious, they say they're running scams or cons, but we have other people. We're going to hear about Travis Walton tonight, and it seems to be from the reversals that David Oates has that Travis Walton is one of the people telling the truth so far as his subconscious believes, which is good because I've always sort of said that if I had to pick one person I really believed in ufology, I would definitely pick Travis Walton in a top five uh, slot. That's just my opinion, though, and my opinion can change based on information, and that's why we do this show. Before we get to David Oates, though, my good friend and such a longtime co-host, Mike D., is with us on the show. Mike, this is like a drug to you, I know, isn't it? You always say you're never coming back to talk about ufology, and then yet again, here you are. How are you? I'm good, man. I heard you know the name David Wilcock, and I had to jump on immediately. It's, that's what happens. I, it's it's addictive, isn't it? It sure is. It's addictive. Like really bad, bad drug. So it's, it's also addictive to just throw this guy a bunch of money for no reason whatsoever, except you think that he's got hover cars or something. We have So basically, we haven't seen hover cars. We've yet to see the spaceship he's supposedly building. He said he was eaten by aliens and then regenerated and then raped and then eaten again. I've got all the clips, if you don't believe me. He says that... Um, 
well, he's got this really incredible superpower. He can teach you how to do telekinesis if you pee in a bathtub and lay in it. And I'm only choosing. Oh, yeah, you absolutely. You can levitate if you pay him. I think the course was like three hundred and thirty three dollars, but that was five hundred dollars discounted. He was giving you five hundred dollars off or something like that. So making sure that you get the deal. He wants to make sure you get the deal. I think yeah, that was the manufacturer's suggested retail. Price. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, the suggested retail. I think it. I think to be fair to David Wilcock, I think it was like five hundred, and then he was selling it for three thirty three, and it was like a hundred and something, two hundred dollars off. You get it's a great deal. It's a great deal. So, for those of you who don't know about our background, David Wilcock has attempted to blackball us. David Wilcock has said uh, things about us that are untrue, spread rumors, and. So I started looking into Wilcock. I don't trust or believe what he says. If he regurgitates something that is a factual piece of information that doesn't give him credit in my eyes, it just means he regurgitated something that was factual. And Mike has also been with us. Mike, you've been with us for so long. You've experienced this as well. Uh, you, you, you've seen what people like David Wilcock have done to, uh, well, I, I would say to late night radio or to any radio, to anybody who really wants to look beyond the mundane, Wilcock makes it look like a joke. That makes, I think, some people think that he might be an, an intel operative, but there's more than David Wilcock. I mean, you've got Stephen Greer, you've got people like Billy Meyer, you've got people that have been around a long time and people that are new to the scene. And I wanted to ask you to start the show tonight. We used to talk about UFOs and the paranormal. People used to listen to Art Bell. Art Bell would have people on that clearly were mentally ill or people that just were telling a story and you decide for yourself. Nowadays, it's been monetized with the internet and I feel like that brings moral ethical questions more so than ever to the forefront of, of the ufology conversation in particular. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, that's true. I, I think for just going back to Wilcock and I think he probably peaked like maybe four, four years ago, five years ago, uh, because he was on multiple uh, stations, podcasts, media outlets. And, uh, these people, except for, for you, the secret teachings, us, uh, were, you know, would have them on multiple times, you know, lap up every word. Uh, and then all of a sudden, you know, in the past couple of years, you know, some other people of ourselves, uh, Stephen Cambian, Stephen Cambian's a yeah. big, big supporter. Yes. Yes. Remember back in the J Joe, Joe from the Carolinas called him out and numerous other people, and people started to see the actual fraud, uh, listen to our past shows, and you will actually see documented fraud from this guy. Um, and so, you know, I, I thought, you know, well, certainly there's been no, from these people that used to have these other shows and podcasts, there's been no apologies for apologizing to their audience. You know, hey, sorry, I had this guy on multiple times. I believed every word. I was selling his books nothing like that, you know? So I would so respect somebody. I would respect somebody so much if they did that. Jimmy church. Right. I would actually respect Jimmy church if he would do that. <laughs> the moral and ethical questions relating to that is how I just stated. I mean, you've got these people that, uh, you know, he was a moneymaker for them, you know? And so they, uh, you know, in my opinion, probably for the most part knew that he was fraud, but still had him on to make money. So. Well, let me give you a fresh example of this. I don't know if you know much about this girl. There's a girl called Christina Gomez and sounds like a Disney Channel star. 
and she does a show called Strange Paradigms. Now, she looks like a, a nice girl. She sounds like a nice girl. I don't have a beef with this girl. But I, I just out of curiosity, like I'm looking on YouTube channels and people like Stephen Cambion, who I give an immense amount of credit to, Stephen Cambion, he makes the phone calls. He finds the documents, the tax forms. I mean, he goes and does extensive research and he does this basically for, well, both for entertainment and both to make, you know, to make a living as well, I think. So his YouTube page, and he has broken down dozens and dozens and dozens of these con artists, some people that I've never even heard of that he just follows and pulls what they say and then investigates it. He's got just a few thousand subscribers on his YouTube page. It's like close to 6,000. Christina Gomez has no background, no history. From what I've heard, doesn't have any investigative skills, isn't really that talented in my opinion. And somehow she has almost four times, it's like three and a half times as many subscribers as Stephen Cambion does. And she has millions and millions and millions of additional views. And you might wonder, well, why is that? Well, it's because... This girl was Jimmy Church's number two. She had no background and not anything, just like Jimmy Church was a sports broadcaster. And then she gets into the UFOs. Jimmy Church, there's a lot of relationship, uh, intimacy, conspiracy between the two of them, not really my business. And now she's a big name in ufology, yet she won't question the big names, the other big names. She won't ask them the hard questions. And yet she has more subscribers I'm guessing because people don't want to listen to Stephen Cambion, Mike. They want to listen to Christina Gomez feed them the same standard nonsensical BS fantasy. And that's what really irritates me because Cambion, it's not like he doesn't believe in UFOs. It's not like here on The Secret Teachings. That's one of our major subjects. I just don't want to regurgitate nonsense. Right, yeah. I think some of these people are um, favored by uh, algorithms and then by people on the inside. Agreed. I mean, because, I mean, it, obviously, I mean, look at this David Wilcock fraud. You know, he said that uh, he's got to balance multiple plates to make income. His, his books, he doesn't make any money off his books. Bah, 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 send me money. You know, I can't shop at Whole Foods anymore. And then you look where he's filming, and he's got like a, a million-dollar cabin, uh, two-car two garage cabin. And, and it's, uh, these people are just such scumbags that it's, it's, it's ridiculous. And I do think, like you said, that's, um, you know, people that are actually out there telling the truth are shadow banned. And it's the case too. Uh, it's proven. Yeah, I agree that. And I believe that. And I think this is an important point. The algorithm allows for the proliferation of the BS. It allows yeah. for the proliferation of the nonsensical stories. I mean, even even someone like Travis Walton, I think Travis Walton has told the truth from the beginning. Him and the other guys with him, they've all passed lie detector tests. He sticks to his story. I've met him several times. He's a very genuine guy. And so when I look at someone like Travis Walton, I see someone who, yeah, we know about fire in the sky. We hear his story. We've seen him at a million conferences. Uh, but you don't really hear the Travis Walton story. It's not as interesting as all of these random uh reptilian alien pladian little gray alien stories like the guy that was making up the aliens remember the guy that was making up the aliens looking into his window and then he got arrested for like child porn or something and, yeah, and, and yeah that's yeah. that documentary uh roman i think it was the name steve romanek or something romaninsky or something Romanek, like that, something yeah like something that. like that i'd, yeah. I'd look the name uh, 
something like that. I forget the name. I'll have to look it up. But anyway, yeah, he's they still have his documentary up, but it's 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 provable patented fraud. And it's like his documentary is is all over the UFO community. And you get these YouTube channels like Third Phase of the Moon. I know Cambian is very hard on them. And they just literally just take NASA videos and then claim that they're UFOs when they're NASA videos of space debris or that they're, they're like visible freaking satellites. And they're like, oh, it's, it's an alien spaceship. Yeah, I got to tell you a funny story real quick. I was at the park and there's an overhang area with picnic tables and there was a balloon attached to the picnic table. The balloon was a silver, shiny Mylar balloon. Yeah. And there was no one there. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to let this balloon free. So I uh, let it go into the sky, and this balloon went <laughs> so high, and it was so up there, and it's so shiny and round that I took a picture of my uh, my phone. I'll send it to you. It looks like someone could use this and be like, look, it's a UFO. Just start a YouTube page, Mike. I'm, I mean, I'm sure Christina Gomez will have you on the show. Go on Strange <laughs> Paradigms and show her the picture. I mean, that's it's like this uh, this <laughs> physicist... Um, who uploaded the photo of the of the of the meat? Remember that story? He posted it to Twitter. Etna oh, Kellen. Yeah, and it's just a it's oh, a, yeah. it's, it's meat. But all these all these science lovers, they're like, oh look how cool that is a planet, it's a star, it's so beautiful. Look at the universe. It's a piece of deli meat. Yeah, I think it was like a pepperoni. Uh, <laughs> it's I'm I'm I think is this Italian chorizo? C h o r i z o. Yeah, yeah, that's what it yep. was. So that's yeah. that's the problem, and then I personally, what irritates me, Mike, if I if I may be very frank with you, is that I love the subject of UFOs. I love the paranormal. That's what partly got me started. But I found, and I don't know if you found this. I know other radio shows have found this. If you don't toe the line of the UFO industry, then it's almost as if you're a skeptic and don't believe anything, and that's just really irritating. Oh, for sure, for sure. I mean. We started covering uh, Dogman years and years ago. Now, if you type Dogman on YouTube, you get so many BS videos and just this fakeness that it, it, it overpowers, you know, the genuine stuff that we found, Algorithm. you know, years and years ago. Yeah. I mean, it's just garbage after garbage, you know, and it's, it's really a shame, but that's what kind of happened, you know. Yeah, and I also understand if you're telling a story for story's sake, I understand that. But when you're selling something, the Wilcock story will always be my foundational story. When the Wilcock story turns out to be a fraud because he's made so many predictions that turn out not to be true, he keeps promising you hover cars and spaceships and he doesn't deliver. He continues to overpromise. He doesn't underdeliver. He doesn't deliver at all. He doesn't show up. So he's like Ashley Furniture. If you buy a couch, they just don't bring it. It's horrible. And yet people give right. this guy more money. I'm not concerned about the money so much as I am the consumer fraud. And it's not just the financial consumer fraud. It's the intellectual consumer fraud. Because for those of you who really love the subject, even the lore of it, people like this are making it more difficult to get access to credible information. And that, if it's not intentional, certainly is benefiting the intelligence community, certainly is benefiting the Department of Defense. For sure. I mean, not to be the, the omens of, of bad news, but years ago we predicted a divorce. We figured that his wife, just the way the interaction on, on, on video was for one kind of clue of him being kind of like just mean, you know, to her a little bit. 
And then also, uh, you know, we figured that, you know, being a goddess warrior of light, uh, she couldn't play along with the fraud too much too much longer after finding out that the man that she married was a total fraud. I've reached out to Elizabeth Wilcock, Mike, and I st- she's not responded to me. I would love to interview the woman. I'd love to interview a lot of these people, but it's like even Jimmy Church. He had me on his show years ago. He won't. E- he he doesn't even acknowledge that he knows who I am. It's just like literally. I have a, I have a video of it on my hard drive. I went up to him at the last conference before we shut down the world because of a particle. And I went up to him and asked him some questions. And, and I mean, I said, if there's any bad blood between us, I apologize. He claims, I don't even know who you are on video. See, that's, that's, that's the key kind of tactic of, um, of a scumbag because, uh, you know, just to translate it now, we have these politicians that won't even debate another politician because they know there'll be, immediately called out on BS. So no, I don't, I'm not doing any debates is the, is the politician's answer when he or she knows that, uh, you know, he, he or she is a total fraud. No, I don't do debates. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're, you're, you're right. That's a, that's like a political policy now for a lot of people running for office. We have that here in uh, Arizona with Katie Hobbs. She refuses to even do community events. She runs away and has a team of people that surround her like bodyguards. And then you've got the guy I, I don't even know what's going on in Pennsylvania. The guy that's running for, for office in Pennsylvania, the guy who can't even speak because he had a stroke, and he's refusing to debate. For sa- same thing. And you're right. The UFO community is just this, it's exactly the same way. And, I mean, there are, there are good people in the UFO community. There are plenty of people that just don't have time to do every radio show. It doesn't mean that they're, they're trying to cover something up or spread a fake story. But generally speaking, that happens so much in the UFO community they just deny that you exist or deny that they ever said something, even though you have the audio of it. I mean, it's, it's like the, the, it's like just the, the scum of a fish tank is what it is. Yeah. And you gotta, you gotta, you gotta send that. What do they call them? The algae eaters in there to eat it. I'm an algae eater. Stephen Cambion's an algae eater. You're an algae eater. Will Cock is the algae. Yeah. It's unfortunate that like a lot of these, uh, political religious, uh, UFO folks, uh, the ones that are, you know, millionaires and have all this money are the, you know, the most fraudulent, but that's the way it goes. You know, you have a lot of people out there that, that for some, some reason or another, don't take the time to really investigate who they're listening to or who they're spending money to, or, you know, even paying attention when things don't really seem, um, legit or, you know, click for, (laughs) It's just, it's pretty amazing to me, but. Well, I've, got yeah. I've got something very, very amazing. I have a, well, it'll be new to your ears. It's not like the last few days, but it's a, a new Wilcock uh, clip. And uh, I just, as I say, every time I play a new one, I, I just don't even know what to think anymore. But these are the kinds of people that are running ufology. Maybe some people would disagree with me on Wilcock, but take a take a listen to this. Remember, he claims that he was raped by reptilians and then they ate him and then they put him back together and then raped him again or something. And they ate him. Remember that? Something like that. Yeah, yeah it was something like that. He, well, he claims that he's now remembering conveniently that the QAnon and the Trump stuff has dissipated a little bit. Uh, could get your channel taken down. Now he's he has these random memories of being molested as a kid. So he, he now is one of the children that have been molested. Take a listen to this. Some of this is kind of cut, so it, it, uh, I don't have to spend so much time playing the whole thing. But this is all David Wilcock 
It's not edited except for time. Take a listen. What if? And I don't remember what happened, but now I do. Now I do. Very convenient. And I want revenge. I do. I'm not going to lie to you. I want revenge. I want these people gone. I want these beings gone. They shouldn't be able to torture people like this. They shouldn't be able to do things to children like what they did to me. And the things that I'm now remembering that happened to me. I'm sorry. This is, I shouldn't be crying like this. I'm sorry. You don't have to believe me. You don't have to believe that these things happened to me. That's okay. And I want to get back to the slides so we can talk about... Uh, so I want you to get ready for this, Mike. He says, I, I really can't figure out what he's saying, but he said something to the, he's going to say something to the effect of he was in like uh, an orgy with aliens and they made him a banana sandwich. His words. I, I don't honestly know what to think. Where this is going. Why was it difficult? And these things were done to me against my will. The people who molested me did so against my will. They did it on stage. They did it in front of large audiences, and they were making fun of me because I had special abilities in this ultimate personality that they created. I had telekinesis. And so if you go back to some of the dreams that I posted online in 1997, there's a dream where I'm in an, my school cafeteria, and everyone in the audience is in a robe, and they all have their way with me, make, me, make them a banana sandwich. All right, thoughts. <laughs> I'm not sure what to think oh, or to say. Man. Uh, the first thing that comes to my mind is government agent um, memories implanted in his brain. Come on, the government's uh, not even this stupid. I don't know, dude. It seems to me like he's definitely had some government contacts and influences just because uh, where the money came from, you yeah. know, where he's at. Yeah. Uh, you know, in my opinion, maybe, uh, you know, some, some memories implanted in him, but who knows? I, I think, uh, again, he's, as he always does, switches the script every couple years as a way to uh, get attention to himself. Um, using the whole kind of um, raped in front of an audience. Um, Horrific thing to I claim. Mean, that, that, that kind of, that kind of the stuff uh, it's been going around since the um, Pulp Hook Ice Girl yeah. and Steven Spielberg. Hold, hold on one second. Um, we're going we're gonna to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Yep. We'll finish up with this commentary, play some reversals. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. David Oates coming up next hour. Mike D right now. Stay with us. The Secret Teachings radio show is on Facebook and Twitter. Just search facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings to like us and TST underscore underscore radio to tweet with us. I hope that you'll check out my new book, Liberty Shrugged. I wrote Liberty Shrugged to provide historical context and to dispel many of the myths that we learn about in American history. Inside the nearly 700 page book, you'll learn about meritocracy, the differences between civil liberties and civil rights, and how Western civilization didn't start slavery, but ended it as an institution that had existed for thousands of years. How many of the Founding Fathers did indeed own slaves, but what was peculiar about this was that these men would fight to end the institution for a variety of reasons. 
We look at the real causes of the American Revolution and the American Civil War. We prove without a doubt that slavery was in no way, shape, or form the cause of current socioeconomic issues which affect all people regardless of their color. In other words, this book dispels countless divisive social, cultural, and historical myths in an attempt to objectively find humble gratefulness in the American experience. Get your copy of Liberty Shrugged at thesecretteachings.info in softcover or digital. This is David Icke from davidike.com, and you are listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. From Ground Zero to The Secret Teachings, keep your dial tuned to Ground Zero Radio. Want to hear more of The Secret Teachings radio show? Search for the show on any radio or podcast player, or find links and a free archive at thesecretteachings.info. If you want to get rid of those annoying ads and get extra perks like access to the montage archive, digital copies of Ryan's books, and early access to the show, then subscribe to the full show archive at thesecretteachings.info. Visit the website and click the button that says subscribe. You can do so monthly, yearly, or through a one-time donation. Your support always keeps the secret teachings on the air. If you enjoy the secret teachings and want to hold years of Ryan's research in your hands, visit the website and grab a physical and digital copy of Ryan's books. Occult Arcana will introduce you to sacred myths, folklore, magic, and alchemy. The technological elixir will take you from transhumanism and AI to black goo and UFOs. Food philosophy will change your mind about what we call food, germ theory, and geoengineering. And remember, shipping is always included. Some restrictions exist for international. Visit thesecretteachings.info. This is one of the best discussions I've been on in a long time. You guys are right on it. Howdy, this is Joe Mars, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. Attention, you are tuned into restricted airspace. Tune out immediately. This is the frequency of The Secret Teachings on Ground Zero Radio. Welcome back to The Secret Teachings Radio. I'm your host, Ryan Gable. David Oates in the next hour. Mike D., my good friend and longtime co-host with us right now. The show tonight, Reversing the Con, Part 2. Looking at modern and more... I don't know if I'd say it's older. A couple of years ago. And then some old, old stuff. Billy Meyer case and other cases. Trying to figure out what's real and what's not real. We're going to do that with reverse speech. Some stuff you don't have to play in reverse, though. Some stuff you can just play forward. Like David Wilcock now claiming that he was raped in a dream, but the dream was real, and then he was made by a group of, um, I'm I'm assuming something like Eyes Wide Shut. Uh, They forced him to make a banana sandwich. I, I don't know what he's talking about, but here's the audio. They were making fun of me because I had special abilities in this ultimate personality that they created. I had telekinesis. And so if you go back to some of the dreams that I posted online in 1997, there's a dream where I'm in my school cafeteria and everyone in the audience is in a robe and they all have their way with me, make me make them a banana sandwich. Don't know what that means, but your take. (laughs) Yeah, kind of like I was saying before, I mean, that's that that kind of situation has been talked about, um, you know, in the conspiracy realm for a while of. Uh, some of these Hollywood actresses being forced to do that on stage in front of people. So it's not like I've, I've heard that before. So you think so, he's mirroring that? Yeah. So it's not like it's like new 
to me hearing that. Um, again, I, I don't know what a banana sandwich is either. Um, <laughs> is that a sex? I do know he has the ability act? to. Is that a sex act? I I, I I guess I I don't. I've never heard that expression before, so I don't even know what he's talking about. But um, um, he has the ability to. Uh, we've seen it before. Kind of cry on cue and then stop and automatically like go into the next slide or himself or ask for money. Yes. There's like a five hour video. We played one of those clips where he's, it was very similar to this where he said something uh, like, no, he started crying and then all of a sudden he just like snapped out of it and said, okay, let's get back to slide number yeah, two. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, exactly. Or he's crying and he said, um, <laughs> well, my, my, now my website is, <laughs> I'm not looking for donations, but if you want to donate, <laughs> So, so, I mean, this, so, this I mean, is, again, he throws in, he throws in after saying that he was, you know, I guess raped in front of people. He's saying, because, uh, again, the, the, the ego is because I'm, I have an ultra, what did he say? Ultra personality or ultra I don't know, abilities or something. I can't reserve any more space in my mind for these memories of what he says. So let's just play it. They did it in front of large audiences. And they were making fun of me because I had special abilities in this ultimate personality. That they this ultimate personality. Ultimate per the ultimate. ultimate personality. Ultimate personality, whatever that means. Uh, the the Del guys, Delusions I mean, of grandeur. Yeah. This, the ego on this guy is just amazing. He's still, he's still, he's still into it, even, even after talking uh, in the same sentence of him being raped uh, in front of a bunch of people. It's just it's very bizarre, man. Well, he he goes on to say that the dream in the school was actually something that happened, and they planted the dream as part of a memory or something like that. But what? I, I mean, I don't know. The whole like all the people in his school were in robes raping him. It just it doesn't. None of it even makes kind of a little bit of sense. Like, it, it, how about your dad molested you or something? Not my whole school got together in robes and raped me. Where would you even get that many robes? I don't know. Are they ultimately, you know, his controller, which he must have one. Um, I say that just because of the finance aspect of it. Um, and, Possibly. Uh, yes. Yes. I wonder if they just want to, uh, make this guy go loony or he's just going loony on himself just to totally discredit him. Who knows? Well, you know but, what, what we do know, but what we do know is he's a total fraud. We do know that that is 100% confirmed fact checked. So if we move from David Wilcock and we look at some of these other people, I know that you don't spend a lot of time looking into this like some people do. I mean, Stephen Camby and I always bring him up because he's a friend and he's a very good researcher. Very funny. If you never watched his show, Truth Seekers, he goes into these people a lot uh, and he's kind of um, he's taken what we would do on occasion and he's made it a whole a whole platform. Now, his whole uh, show is really about this kind of stuff. So. When I'm looking at these people on occasion now, I don't really have all the up-to-date details on who's saying what and where and when because I don't sit and listen to the nonsense nonstop. But when I learn about somebody new, like a Christina Gomez, or when I learn about new things from other people like a Jimmy Church, I want to talk about them because I feel like it's, I have a responsibility as a radio host to do that, especially when I've been involved with some of these people and they claim they don't know who I am or claim I don't exist or claim that they've like my radio show doesn't exist. They've never heard of it before. They must have really bad memories. And if, if, if they are telling the truth, they just don't remember it. But if, if they're not telling the truth, which it's pretty, I'm pretty sure Jimmy church is not telling the truth. I'm sure he remembers who I am and what my show is. 
then he's openly lying brazenly. And that should call into question everything the guy says. Why would you deny knowing somebody or knowing a, a radio show? Or It just seems so petty. It's like childish, not even high school behavior. It's like kindergartners that are fighting over a piece of candy. It's so stupid. That's, that's why I talk about it, and that's why it concerns me. But we have so many clips to play, Mike. We have these reversals of David Wilcott and Corey Good. If you'd like to play those, we can play those. I, I think that you might get a kick out of them. I, you may have heard some. You may not have heard some. But if you want to play them, we can get into that. Yeah, go ahead. So remember we played clips of David Wilcock talking very sexually. He talked about fingering his audience. He talked about you know pooping his pants on stage. He talked about doing weird sexual things with, with people. Like That's fine, whatever you want to do. But if you're talking to a what should be a child-friendly audience most of the time and not that there's children there but it's like there's younger people and people that are just trying to be introduced they're getting introduced to the idea of what uh, what is a ufo and all this stuff like, i just feel like sexual references on stage to start your your show out is probably not that appropriate that's my opinion but even in reverse david wilcock says very similar things here's a reversal pulled from one of the videos he did david oates pulled this he wasn't looking for it he said he didn't know who david uh, Wilcock was, but take a listen to this. And they're all essentially in the Christ consciousness, or they will have to go through that Christ awakening at some point. You know, the law of one, they talk very specifically about that our galaxy has a pattern of what they call archetypes. And it says, jerk off, you know. Jerk off, you know. Jerk off, you know. Jerk off, you know. I don't know. Did you pick that up? Could you hear that? Yeah, I heard it. Yeah. So when the subconscious, if we believe in reverse speech, when the subconscious is expressing that, that clearly is, I mean, the subconscious is what influences the conscious mind. I mean, I would expect someone of such a, uh, such a background, someone who's so loving and so full of light, not to have their subconscious be expressing things like that. You, so some of these are way more clear than others, and some of them are you know, a little jumbled and debatable and arguable. I mean, what do you think of reverse speech in, in regard to someone like Wilcock? It sort of confirms, we play some more of these, what you've said and what you've thought and what I've said and what I've thought for a very long time. Oh, yeah, I think uh, reverse speech is fantastic. I think there's, a, um, yes, like you said, there's sometimes it's jumbled and it can be interpreted in a couple different ways, but a lot of times it just comes through clear where you can just, you don't need someone to tell you what it is. You just hear it automatically. They're super clear. Yes, and it relates uh, to the forward also. Um, sometimes, you know, it doesn't relate to the forward, but uh, a lot of times it does, and it's super clear. And David Oates is basically uh, the grand master of this. He's been doing it for, for decades. I think I've actually probably told you about him many, many years ago, reverse speech. Um, but uh, I remember when he did the Pope and um, the reverse speech oh, on the right. Pope, and it was yeah. just, uh, disgusting uh, reversals from the sky. It's very was sexual. Very sexual, uh, children orientated. Uh, was just, and, and, and super, super, super clear. Uh, disturbing. But um, I think that's out there on YouTube if you're interested in hearing it. But it's, let me tell you right now, it's disturbing. But yes, uh, I think it's a, a legitimate practice. Uh, I've done it before on some things I wanted to uh, research. I found it very interesting. 
Well, you know, you have you have some of these reversals that, again, they're clear. Some that aren't so clear. Some are so clear it sounds like they're being played forward. And you have mm-hmm. some, some people that, like Will Cock and Corey Good. I'll play a Corey Good here in a second for you. Where, I mean, you. I guess I could be just imagining it, but you get words like con or scam, and they're littered like dozens of them throughout single single presentations. But then you go to other people, experiencers, uh, if you will, abductees, etc., and you play them, and they don't seem to say anything like that. They seem to confirm what the story actually is. So you'd think if I'm just listening for the word scam or con, I would find it in everybody, but I don't. I only find it in a handful of people, or David Oates is finding it in a handful of people in, in ufology. I think that kind of tells us something. So here's Wilcock, and then I have a Corey Good clip. And there is a, there is a, a uh, substrate material that we're putting in that's based on graphene, and this allows us to make something called nanoconcrete. And nanoconcrete only requires sand. Here he says, in mock, it must gamut. In mock, it must gamut. In mock, it must gamut. Oh, and mock. Sorry, not in mock. And mock, it must gamut. Requires sand. Do it again. In mock, it must gamut. In mock, it must gamut. And then here's Corey Good. But I'm not going off-world and having all of the meetings like I was when, you know, four or five years ago when I was reporting a lot of this. Okay, soul, your cult needing evil. And then here's another one, one more, Mike. This one is Corey Good again. And they basically uh, restored who he was. Uh, the ET consciousness, they restored it. So he looks like Gonzalez, but he acts like a completely different person. He is not the same person. And this is serve mess the cons big. Serve mess the cons big. The cons big. The cons So what do you think, Mike, of those reversals? The con, the cult, the scam. We don't find that with everybody, but we do find it with Wilcock and Corey Good repeatedly over and over and over again. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, those were pretty good. I mean, I think if you, um, I don't know how much, you know, time David Oates did, but, um, you know, if you have the time, I'm sure you can get a lot more and a lot more clear, clear ones too from these guys. He's got. Well, part of it's also because these are I pulled these from another show and then they're playing through the board again. I have to go back and clean them up. Uh, but yes, he has he's told me he has hundreds of Wilcott, Corey Good, Billy Meyer, Travis Walton, Stephen Greer, all these different guys. We're going to play some of those I haven't heard in the next hour when he comes on. So, yeah, yeah. He, I mean, he might even have thousands. His whole year this year has been dedicated to looking at ufology. Some of these guys, he said he didn't even know who they were and then just playing them and reversing them, and that's what you get. But see, the other thing is you don't, yeah. even, you don't even have to play these guys backwards. You just got to play them forward and listen to what they say. And it's, it's almost more astounding right. than playing it backward. Right. Well, I mean, from the, from the names you dropped, I would, in my research, I would say that that Billy Meyer guy is a total fraud and that uh, Travis Walton has, uh, has legitimacy with me. Um, uh, Agreed for many you, reasons. Yes. One being, uh, when that movie came out, when the movie came out, he immediately got, uh, you know, and said, uh, interviews like, Oh, you know, uh, 
you were in that honeycomb wrapped in that goo. He's like, no, that never happened. Uh, they exaggerated that part and he went through the whole movie and said he wasn't very happy of what they did to that movie. Now there's a person where if they wanted to make some extra money, you know, they could say, Oh yes, that happened and the movie covered it. And I'm going to write a second book to get, you know what I'm saying? Right. He never right, did right. that. Uh, he passed multiple lie detectors. His story has always been, uh, remained the same. Uh, anytime he's, he's, he told it, told it from day one, the same, uh, liars and frauds will change things because sometimes they forget or they'll make something new and throw it in. Um, so to me, in my personal opinion, opinion uh, Walton, definitely incredible. Uh, Meyer, not so much, but um, we'll, well see you, what, the, what David says. So Billy, here's a good case. Billy Meyer, he supposedly had these photographs of these UFOs. The Billy Meyer people, and when I say people, I don't know if it's a group of the same people. The Billy Meyer people, though, have reached out to me several times over the years. It's been about three years since they reached out. I've never even done a show on Billy Meyer, actually. But people, have, they've reached out to me and asked me, well, you got a show. Do you want to talk about the Billy Meyer case? And I, at first I responded, this was years ago. I responded by saying, like, yeah, I'll, I'll talk about it if you want to have somebody on. I've never done a show on the case. We'll talk about it. Um, and then it was like, well, here's a preset list of questions that you ask. And here are the preset answers. And I said, no, I'm not going to do preset questions and answers. I mean, if you, there's a question there I agree with, I'll ask it. Uh, and then I'll press the answer if I don't agree with the answer or want more information. No, 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 no. I can't do that. So I dropped it, right? And then, Mike, they start messaging me again, and you start getting harassment from these people. And I thought I was the only one. And then I talked to uh, someone who I've had on the show before. She does another radio show, another podcast on occasion. And she said that she got contacted by the Billy Meyer people. This was more recent, like the last two years. And she said that they were... I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure she told me, I have the messages somewhere, I'm pretty sure she told me they were sexually harassing her after she refused to give them you know, space on air to talk about it. And that's a consistent theme we've seen throughout the radio industry. If you don't want to talk about Billy Meyer or if you don't want to talk about it in a positive, scripted way, they literally troll you and harass you and threaten you. And that is really, really bizarre. Why would you need to resort to those tactics if, like, if, if I ever reached out to somebody to come onto their radio show, I don't do that. People reach out to me. But if I reached out and someone said, no, thank you, we're booked right now, don't have any time, I wouldn't start harassing them. I wouldn't start, like, sexually messaging them. Just drop it and move on. Unless there's, you know, like, Coast to Coast wouldn't have me on, but they wouldn't have me on because they said I was, literally, the woman told me, George Norrie won't be able to do the interview because what you're talking about isn't isolated enough. He needs something really small, really compact, really scripted to be able to get through the show. I think it's funny, but I don't harass coast to coast. Do you see what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah. Does, that, does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. Well, in my opinion, uh, George Norrie is, is horrible. But, that was, that's, that's but, 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 but I mean, I mean the Billy Meyer stuff like that is indicative of yeah. a cult, is it not? I mean, that's, that's cult behavior. Oh, for sure. It's ridiculous behavior. It just, it just proves that you are a fraud when you do something like that. Yes, it does. And it's the same. I, do you, I mean, remember, remember the, what were those guys' names? Uh, the Wonder Twins, uh, the Edge of Wonder, whatever they were. Remember those oh, guys? God, yeah. yeah. Those guys gave these people like Wilcock and Sather and all these others, they gave them so much airtime to spout and to spew and to unload their nonsense and their garbage and just like Jimmy Church, who I'd have respect for if he'd acknowledge that I'm a human being and exist, or acknowledge that he was wrong about Wilcock, 
they just they pedal it, they make the money, or they make the the audience. The audience grows bigger, and then when it's all a fraud, they don't acknowledge it and they just move on like it never happened. I mean, some of these people could run for political office. This is what the mainstream media does. I mean, Jared Nadler said Antifa was a myth; it doesn't exist. Ryan Gable's a myth. I don't exist to Jimmy Church. The secret teachings never has been on air, according to Jimmy Church. So I don't know what to think. It's like messing with the mind. It makes me think that none of this is about understanding reality or, you know, figuring out what the matrix is. It's basically just controlling a a story to make money or to get famous or in some cases, I don't even know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, a couple of years ago, year, years ago, you had that kind of click, that group that kind of dominated. Yes. Uh, the whole ufology, ufology uh, community. And it's so funny. I mean, they got to the point where, to me, it seemed like egos and money flipped them all apart um, for the most part, which I thought was, was funny because it kind of like imploded, right? Yes. I mean, yes. Um, and you had like fraud covering frauds. I remember uh, Emery Smith um, a little bit after the whole his whole breakup with Wilcock. He went on to uh, do some of his own interviews with people, uh-huh. and the first one he did um, was one with um, I forget the guy's name, but he he said he was like a lieutenant colonel in a future Marine Space Corps. <laughs> on he was stationed a on Mars, tra- a time traveler. Uh, well, yeah, sort of a time traveler, but, uh, something that he could regenerate his, his, his body and his soul. And so they took him when he was a little kid and he served like 40 years in the Mars, uh, military force where he fought lizards and insectoids. Wow. Yes. And so, uh, Emery Smith actually interviewed him and, you know, was asking questions like, you know, how many reptiles did you kill when you were on Mars? He's like, well, and the guy's like, oh, well, many, but you know, you you cut off a leg, an arm, and you know, it grows back. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. Well, that's like the, the the one of my favorite Art Bell interviews is the guy who claims to have killed the alien, put him in the freezer. Remember that story? Oh uh, yeah, with the baseball bat hit yeah. after the alien killed his dog, he spazzed out and hit him with a tree limb or a bat, and then had him in the freezer, <laughs> and then. uh some uh, guys in dark suits came and took him out of the freezer. But, 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 you know, the, my question is, I mean, having listened to Art Bell a lot when I was younger, a lot of people grew up on Art Bell. I mean, Art Bell would cut off conversations or he would, you know, it was clear that this was like a, a fun interview. He didn't necessarily believe it. Nowadays, it's like if you make a claim like this, you either believe it or you just, you don't believe in anything paranormal. You might as well be an ardent scientific skeptic of everything. And it's like that, that, that I think is a cultural shift because that's happened in politics. It's happened in religion. It's a cultural shift where you don't have to be a Republican, but if you're not a Democrat, you might as well be a Republican and vice versa. And so it's not just in ufology. That's happened with a lot of things I see. Yeah, for sure. You get pushed uh, to one side. A lot of people get pushed to one side without, you know, being in there looking at it. Sure. Are there tons of fraudulent dogman videos on, on YouTube? Sure. doesn't mean I, I, I don't believe Dogman exists. From my own research and from the evidence that I've seen, in my personal opinion, I, I do think there's a cryptid like that wandering around. Um, but then again, you've got people, you know, again, that get pushed to one side, believe every video they see out there or believe none of it at all. Even the, the proof to me that, I, you know, that I think is 
proof in your face, you get people that push to one side that say, no, that's everything. It's that, that doesn't exist. No. You know what I found, Mike? I was looking at my hard drive here looking for clips and I just found the little archive clip I had of Laura Eisenhower. You and I did a show like five years ago and we were just, we were repeating what she said where she said her name was Brad Shaw and she took the name Eisenhower later and we said that on a show and remember somebody got really angry and they contacted her and must have told her all these things about us and then she did a video where she and I anyway I found the clips of that and uh, where, where she's saying she's admitting yes I took the name Eisenhower I'm not really I mean I am an Eisenhower but my name is Bradshaw but she just took the name for the name for the glory for the history of it which is in my opinion kind of kind of deceptive as well right but that right, was for sure that was a, that was a wild time I also interviewed her for like 10 minutes at, a, at an event she talked, told me about the electrical wars five, five million years ago. Remember that? You remember, you remember the electrical yeah, I wars? Think it yeah. was in, I, think, I think it was in the, the Gatorade universe. And I, I believe uh, the it was the Dasantes. Yeah, the Dasantes. Yeah, first the... Uh, oh, she, well, no, no. The she, elect, electrolytes. <laughs> in all seriousness, she called them the Aquafarians. She said the, right. the Aquafarians beat somebody i don't know who it was maybe it was the the Dasanians or the she got inspired walking through that beverage aisle at public <laughs> yeah yeah i mean she was probably doing an interview it's like that episode of family guy where peter's looking around the cafeteria for a name he sees a pee on a plate he's like pee and some girl crying he's like tear and then he saw a griffin flying the window. he's like griffin he's like damn he was trying to come up with a new name pretty sure that's what laura eisenhower and a lot of these people do they just look around find all yeah, it's oh, yeah the aquafarians they fought in the electric wars. He was the wars. first Kaiser Soze. Well, another thing about Aquafarians is, I said, How, where's the proof of this? She said, well, I found it on a, on a website. I said, what website? My friend's website. Where's, where's the proof at? It's on the website. I said, well, just because it's online doesn't mean it's true. So where is she getting hers from? Oh, it's the Ascension Archive. I said, oh, it's just a bunch of fictional stories that people made up. It's just like, I, I yeah, you know, she, what come she did on. Is she, traveled, she traveled to Egypt and uh, drilled into the uh, lion's foot I was able to access the. Uh, is that how they the do it? There. Is that how they do it? Yeah. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't know that. That's that's wild. Yeah. That's how they did it. <laughs> Where'd you get that information from? Oh, it was a download given to me by my star seed elder. Okay. So, well, uh, I don't know if I can can believe that. You know, <laughs> where's your where? Can we see the star seed elder? I'm sorry, <laughs> he only talks to me. Oh, okay. So let me ask you this question. I don't think we've ever talked about this. Um, personally, historically, I have respect for Linda Moulton Howe, but the fake alien image from the video game Area 51 that I played when I was a kid, she put that behind a paywall and claimed it was a real alien photograph. What is, what's your thought on that? Man, that's a tough one. Look, because yes, I do. Um, you know, she's been in the game a long time. Actually, has done some very detailed research. Um, I'm just going to chalk that up to maybe getting a little older. <laughs> maybe not understanding how the internet works. You know. <laughs> yeah, maybe just getting a little older. Maybe a little. Not. She's not a, a video lazy, gamer. A little lazy. Yeah, not doing the the whole total background of it and we could talk about so many more people. Maybe next time we'll find some random names of people we've never heard that are making outrageous, extraordinary claims. But for the moment, we got to take a break. We're going to come back with David Oates. 
Mike D, thanks for joining us. Uh, maybe uh, we can see if Wilcock probably makes pretty good banana sandwiches. Uh, maybe we can get him on the show and see if he can send us some of those. Sorry. All right. Yes. All right. Have a good Yes. I'll talk to you later. All right. That sounds good. We'll talk to you soon, Mike. Thank you so much for coming on. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. All right, Mike D. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. David Oates coming up next after break. The music, White Bat Audio. You can find them on YouTube. RDGable at Yahoo.com is the email. Please subscribe to our archive. Please grab a copy of one of my books and check out the archive for any of these other shows we've referenced. A lot of stuff in the archive that you might not have heard before. www.thesecretteachings.info More after this. David Oates coming up here on the broadcast. If anyone can hear this broadcast, I'm still on Earth. This is the frequency of Ground Zero Radio. Ground Zero with Clyde Lewis and The Secret Teachings with myself, Brian Gable. You are listening to The Secret Teachings. To contact the show, to share information and your opinion, or give recommendations, email rdgable at yahoo.com. Visit the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash The Secret Teachings, or visit the website at www.thesecretteachings.info. I hope that you'll check out my new book, Liberty Shrugged. I wrote Liberty Shrug to provide historical context and to dispel many of the myths that we learn about in American history. Inside the nearly 700-page book, you'll learn about meritocracy, the differences between civil liberties and civil rights, and how Western civilization didn't start slavery, but ended it as an institution that had existed for thousands of years. How many of the Founding Fathers did indeed own slaves, but what was peculiar about this was that these men would fight to end the institution for a variety of reasons. We look at the real causes of the American Revolution and the American Civil War. We prove without a doubt that slavery was in no way, shape, or form the cause of current socioeconomic issues which affect all people regardless of their color. In other words, this book dispels countless divisive social, cultural, and historical myths in an attempt to objectively find humble gratefulness in the American experience. Get your copy of Liberty Shrugged at thesecretteachings.info in softcover or digital. The Secret Teachings Radio Show is on Facebook and Twitter. Just search facebook.com forward slash The Secret Teachings to like us and TST underscore underscore radio to tweet with us. Do you like The Secret Teachings and Ryan's passionately balanced approach to subjects from food and health to the entertainment industry and the occult? Then check out Ryan's books, available in PDF and softcover with free shipping in the United States. For a deeper look into artificial intelligence, UFO cults, black goo, and packs made with the devil in the music and entertainment industry, have a look at the technological elixir. Or look for Ryan's masterpiece, Occult Arcana, an encyclopedia of occult knowledge spanning from mythology and science to symbols and sigils, from ritual magic to voodoo, and from comparative religion and psychic abilities to paranormal activity. Just visit thesecretteachings.info. Hello, folks. This is Jordan Maxwell, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. Excellent shows. Keep listening with your host, Ryan Gable. Think about your hero when you're at ground zero and call out. 
to the follow back to me. Attention, you are tuned into restricted airspace. Tune out immediately. This is the frequency of the secret teachings on Ground Zero Radio. Welcome back to the Secret Teachings Radio. I'm your host, Ryan Gable. Thank you so much for joining us. www.thesecretteachings.info is our website. If you'd like to check out my books or subscribe to our archive or the free archive is available there as well. If you'd like to contact the show, R-D-G-A-B-L-E at yahoo.com. A couple of months ago, back in April... April 8th, I believe, was the date. We did a show called Reversing the Con, and we had David Oates on the broadcast to talk about some of our favorite, at least what I call, con artists in the UFO, New Age, spiritual, etc. community. We talked about a couple of people by name, David Wilcock and Corey Good. Most of you might, I hope, remember and know the history we have with David Wilcock, who has attempted to blackball us and other things because we've asked questions. A lot of people on YouTube, a lot of people on the internet in general, social media, make a lot of wild and sometimes downright outrageous claims. And in the new day, today with all the internet access we have, all the different platforms, all the different devices, we can get access to these people a lot easier than we could people back, let's say, even 10, 15 years ago, 20 years ago, who would make the same types of claims, be a little bit harder to kind of verify what those people were saying. So tonight, David Oates joins us again on The Secret Teachings, and we're not going to focus on David Wilcock or Corey Good. We're going to focus on some other people in the UFO community. And I would like to, one, welcome you back to the show, David, and ask you, as you said last time, you didn't really know a lot about Wilcock or Corey Good. What about the, uh, pe- what about the people we're going to hear tonight? Did you know much about them? What was the background going into this? Uh, <clears throat> well, we'll start off by looking at Billy Meyer, who's well known. Uh, yes. Been- been around for many many years um uh i um i actually even to this day i don't know much about billy mile any more about him as i go i i uh, when i started researching him i knew he'd had a ufo sighting in the mid 70s um uh, but that was about it he'd put out some documentaries i believe but as i started doing him more i realized that he was running a uh, he's talking about religious teachings and the spiritual principles and so he's progressed into a lot more than just a ufo contactee but he uh into somewhat of a spiritual teacher i guess like a guru or a religious like leader a yeah 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 so uh, he, he he like many people in the ufo field he claims he's getting his information from et's okay and uh, and he's giving prophecies for the future and guidance for clearing your negative karma and all and all that type of stuff. So. Be- before we even play one of these, I wanted to tell you that for years, when I first started Radio David, I would get emails, and they stopped sending them to me. But I'd get emails from the Billy Meyer people. I guess they had a team or a group, and they would um, at first they would ask me to do a show and and talk about the Billy Meyer case, and then when you and I found from other radio hosts, they did the same thing to them. When you refused or when you said, hey, I'd like to do the show if we're going to do it without these preset questions, 
Then they started to come after you on social media and emails. They'd harass you and, and target you individually. And, and like uh, some people, I think, got doxxed. I didn't get doxxed. But so I don't know. That's my background. That's my experience. Uh, let's yeah. maybe see what the reversals say. Yeah. Well, actually, just before I start, I actually post one of these reversals on the Internet oh, three or four years ago. And one I'm about to play you, uh, this is the only one I had. <laughs> and I posted this on YouTube. And, yeah, I was assailed big time. So uh, so when I post my latest reverse on Billy Meyer up, I expected the same thing, but it didn't happen. So well, anyway, so um, here we here we have um, here we have the first reversal on Billy Meyer from an interview. Or oh, I don't know. He looks about twenty years younger than he is now. So, all right, let's. Where see. did they come from, Mr. Meyer? They show be coming from the star picture of the Pleiades. Okay, so where are they coming from? They're coming from the Pilates or Pilates, have you pronounce it? And backwards he says, I help the bullshit prosper. You hear that okay? And the, yeah, and the prosper is really drawn out there. So, yeah. So there you go. There's the first one. And then that's the only one I had on him, which which I posted on YouTube two or three years ago. And then I started reversing him. Um, I found an hour interview he did, and uh, most all of these reversals are from that hour interview. So the fir- okay, so the first one you had, I'm, I'm assuming you did that one, or did somebody do that and you got a hold of it? I oh, no, I did that one myself. Okay, right. yes, yeah, yeah. I found oh, this is two or three years ago. I was just fiddling around and I found a little clip and I reversed it. So yeah, that's interesting. You know, and I put it up on YouTube and and I did and, and I wouldn't have thought about it except I was assailed by some of the Billy My people for one reversal. I'm going, oh yeah. So they so came after by they, I just mean a general group of people that work with the Billy Meyer groups or cults or whatever they are, but they came after you in a sense. What did they do? Did they harass you or Oh yeah, just negative posts, you know, it's typical typical troll material, you know. Uh, actually, actually, no, not not typical troll material. They actually got quite violent. Uh, well, verbally violent. Uh, they got quite aggressive, actually. Yeah, I, I I have a I have a friend and she I, I don't know if she refused the interviews or what she was doing, but they were sexually harassing her. Same people, wow. same contacts. Wow. It's really strange. Well, I, th- I thought they were promoting love and light or something. Yeah, well, you're just about to say that raises all my warning bells from the start. Typical cult mentality, that is. And I've actually got four separate reversals on Billy Meyer that says he's running a cult. So um, we'll get to them. So anyway, so here's the first reversal of an hour interview with him. Um, if the whole study is fulfilled there in the other side, then the spirit form returns the earth into a new human body. Okay, it's giving me some sort of spiritual stuff. I don't know, something about a new human body. And uh, anyway, the reversal tells it all. I tell you bullshit. I mean, pretty plain, isn't it? It, it, <laughs> it is pretty plain. And based on the David Wilcock and the Corey Good ones you played before, I think the Billy Meyer ones so far sound similar, but they're almost more admitting of the BS, much more open yeah. about it subconsciously. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he um, uh, see, with David Wilcock, I mean, he's just crazy. <laughs> but um, Billy. <laughs> I'm sorry, but he is. And I put Corey Good in the same basket. 
but Billy Ma is a different kettle of fish. He's 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 doing this very deliberately. He is very deliberately and consciously uh, perpetuating a con and very deliberately lying. Well, well, well may I? I'd like to play that very quick clip from the last show. Uh, Corey, good. I have it right here. Okay. And they basically uh, restored who he was, uh, the ET consciousness. They restored it. So he looks like Gonzalez, but he acts like a completely different person. He is not the same person. And this is Serve Mess, the cons big. Serve Mess, the cons big. The cons, the cons big. <laughs> such, such a good one. Yeah. Well, here's Billy Meyer saying con. Listen, listen to this. Of the normal time, maybe they will be in the other side for 10 years or 30 years or 70 years. And not 150 and two, and then they have to return. Talk about reincarnation, I guess. Uh, I know con. I know con. I know con. This speaks for itself. So he's perpetuating the BS, and he knows yeah. the con. Exactly right. Yeah. And then he says this here. This is the very next reversal. So the first one was I tell you bullshit. The second one was I Know Con, and this is the third one, uh, which is You Sell My Crazy Shit. But here's the forwards. Between here and Betsy Con. You Sell My Crazy Shit. And he's got paraphernalia on this table. But you just objects, you stuff he's selling. So I've, I've heard. Sorry? Well, I was going to say, I've heard a, you know, a lot of reversals, and I've followed your work. I've heard you on other shows. And. I don't you I don't really remember hearing a lot of reversals of anybody where there's there's a lot of like BS and a lot of vulgarity. Is that a common thing you find in reversals or uh, no, it's unique to the person. <laughs> it's uh, some people are oh god, some people their reversals are you couldn't play it to a <laughs> yeah. He's a he see this uh, Billy yeah, it's Look, it depends entirely on the person, okay? Some people will use it. Some people won't, right? Okay. All right. This one is you sell my crazy shit. 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 So he doesn't believe in the stuff he's selling. And uh, then he says this. And uh, he's check card. Will be checked by uh, by uh, a robot, by a machine. I have the cash you give. Uh, yeah, the cash you give. Oh, that's yeah, the cash you give. That's clear, isn't it? That's very, <laughs> that's very clear. Yeah. So, 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 what's he doing it for? He's doing it for money. Doing it for money, and uh, and uh, here he is admitting he's running a cult. If you get uh, a clear hearing, clear feeling, what you need in the meditation too, clear seeing and everything like this. You shared the demon in your cult. You shared the demon in your cult. That was fairly clear too. Yeah, especially the last word cult. Very clear. So uh, the behavior you have been describing in the 
uh, is very cult-like behavior. I'm sure you would agree. No, I do. And can you play the first one again? The first, the very first one you played where the, the last, I forget what the word was, but the last word was sort of elongated. It was drawn Pros- out. Prosper. I Pro- help prosper. bullshit. Prosper. Yeah. Yeah. So if something. Oh, sorry. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Be coming from the star picture of the Pleiades. And here it is. I help the bullshit prosper. It's got that nice sing-song tone to it, which is just really characteristic of really good reversal. They have this sort of sing-song melodic tone to it. And yeah. I'll play it again. Listen to the melody. Oh, sorry. Right, now we'll try it. Okay, so these aren't just one reversal or two reversals. We've looked at about four, no, about six so far. Uh, they all say the same thing. Uh, there's nothing, there's I, There's not one reversal that is genuine in all the things I looked at with Billy Meyer. Not one congruent reversal. Um, now, for listeners who might not know, how long does it take to get these reversals? Like, how much of Billy Meyer are you listening to before you can find these things? Uh, okay, well, they're not happening constantly. That's one of the misnomers that are going out there, that everything backwards is meaningful. Uh, no, they're happening about once every – oh, see, it depends on the conversation. Um, in Billy Meyer, I did an hour tape, and I found uh, I found 25 reversals. So that's about once every 30 seconds, every 30, 35 seconds. Is that okay. pretty common, 30, 35 seconds? Yeah, that's about average for media tape. Um, uh, what, if you get into normal, regular, everyday conversation, you'll get them a lot more frequent, once every 10 or 15 seconds. Um, if someone's reading a script or a prepared script, it'll drop dramatically. It'll drop to once every two or three minutes. So it's it's really got to do with how casual and free-flowing the conversation is as to how many reversals you'll get. So, so when you have someone who, in this reversal, where he, he says prosper and it gets carried out, is that just by happenstance the audio, what he was saying forward, or is there a reason that it's kind of drawn out in reverse speech. Uh, that's uh, reversals like that are common. Um, it's this melodic sing-song tone to it. I think the cash reversal that I played was had a melodic tone to it too. Yeah, let's just play this one again. And uh, this check card will be checked by uh, by uh, a robot, by a machine. Here, let's listen to. It. I have the cash you give. Uh, yeah, this yeah, is not as obvious, but it's the sort of melodic sound. I have the cash you give, you know, it's, can you hear that sing-song type nature to it? Yeah, I did hear that. I I heard that in the first one, too. You, there's definitely yeah. like a dun, 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 dun. That's, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, I, I, I train my students to look for that, that beat, m- melodic beat, I call it. That uh, is very characteristic, and and the clearer the reversal, actually, the more pronounced that melodic tone will become. So I pulled uh, up, uh, I pulled up my, my, I wrote a book called The Technological Elixir, and I have a, a chapter yeah. in the back of it, David, called um, 
well, it's actually a long name chapter because there's a lot of stuff in it, but it's about ufology and it's about UFO cults. And here's a little paragraph about Billy Meyer for people who might not know. Okay. Uh, Edward Albert Meyer is a Swiss cult leader. They, I guess we do consider his group today to be a cult, um, but they founded something called FIGU, F-I-G-U, and that uh-huh. was founded after presenting a series of contact reports and photographs of alleged UFOs. Meyer began publishing those photographs in the 1970s of what he supposedly witnessed and claims to be in contact with ET beings from a star constellation called uh, Plagiarin, which almost like plagiarism, almost Plagiarin. Uh-huh. Uh, he, he further claims, and this is the, the, the fun part, I think, he further claims to be the seventh reincarnation after other prophets such as uh, Enoch, Elijah, Isaiah, Jeremiah, Jesus, and Muhammad. So he's basically a false prophet in a religious sense as well. Uh, he's Jesus reincarnated. He's Jesus reincarnated, David, yes. Wow. Got to be careful. You're really going to mess. I, you're gonna, better be. I might be in real <laughs> trouble. <laughs> Yeah. As far as his UFOs, listen to this one. I'm just pulling another one out at random here. This is in no water. Here he is showing someone where he took the photo of his UFO. Okay. Um, just now, the trees are growing up in the last months. They are about one and a half or two meter higher than at the time when I took this picture. Then where did it move? So he's describing his alleged UFO, and he says that was first ship fake good. First ship sit good. Fake good. It sounds very, it's almost like German, fake good. Uh, yeah, no, he's, he's got that accent to it. So he's basically admitting that the ships were faked, and is, is exactly what that, what that means. And here he is here talking about his experience. Are there any people left from Atlantis or Moo or any of them still here? Uh, there shall be some people left. And it says and uh, which is just really characteristics of, of all reversals. So for uh, listeners I, who also might not know, when when you're looking into people like Billy Meyer or you looked into David Wilcock, you're doing a project on, I guess you could say, the UFO community at the moment, yes, correct? Yes, I am. Yeah, I started around about March this year. I thought it would be a quick project, but it's not going to be. <laughs> the UFO <laughs> is a very big field. So I figure I'm going to be at it for two or three years before I'm ready to write, write my book. Okay, so that's that's the current project. So when you're looking at these people, as you said, you don't you don't know a lot of these people beforehand. Uh, people are maybe oh, no. telling you to look into these individuals. No, no, no. This is just uh, these are names I've heard or people around you know, and and I am asking on my Facebook page, you know, who should I reverse next? I mean, I I'm really not. Not au profane with the field of ufology. I'm right. I'm not. right. Uh, here's one I found just yesterday. A guy called Michael Sala. Do you, do you know? Oh, I do name? know. I do know Michael Sala. Yes. Okay. So anyway, look, I just found one reversal, and then I moved on to something else. So here's Michael Sala. Um, just going into this incredible information, and uh, yeah, I'm certainly making progress, but I don't understand it all. But that just gives me. And it says rotten scam in this. Rotten scam in this. Rotten scam in this. 
Yeah. Rotten scam in this. You know, no, I don't could, know anything about Michael Sala. Right? Well, okay, so this could mean, I mean, the, these reversals could sound like anything, but with so many of these people, so you got Michael Sala there, you got Billy Meyer, you got David Wilcock and Corey Good. Those are the four we played over two shows, and they all are using words, or at least it sounds like scam, con, or BS. That I think that's right. very telling. That's very telling. Now let's play you a genuine one, okay? Okay, they are, they aren't all con and scams out there, all right? I, I was going to ask you that next. Yes, some people uh, <laughs> clearly are not. So who is this? Yeah, okay. Because this is Travis Walton, okay? Travis okay, Travis Walton. Walton, all right. Yeah, well-known contactee. Uh, 1974, I believe it happened. There was a uh, there was a movie made about it um, called The Fire in the Sky. That's right, yeah. Uh, uh, he has passed lie detector tests, uh, hands down. Anyway, here he is. He's, he's thinking this section is talking about crystals or something. Uh, let me just play it. Well, these crystals are supposed to have very special properties for people who are into crystal stuff. But uh, what does uh, that say there, Jamie? This is what happens. That's what can. He says, I see the powerful ship. I see it a powerful ship. I see it a powerful ship. Okay, so he's describing an event that happened to him, okay? That almost sounds like it's being played it forward. That's very yeah, clear. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, I know. And then we've got, uh, okay, then we've got this one here. So I guess at, at some point, one of the members of the crew said that that was a flying saucer. Yeah, just as soon as we had a clear view of it. That's only on one channel. Could you hear that okay? Yeah, yeah, it came through pretty clear yeah, on our yeah, end. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this one is there very real. Very real. Very real. Very real. The reel's a little bit cut off on that one. Sorry about that. Anyway, so, so he's not saying this is a con. He's not saying I didn't see this. He's saying they're very real. I see the powerful ship. Uh, there's uh, no reversals on him about con or scam. Well, that's that's good because I've put my reputation on the line telling people that if I had to trust somebody in ufology, I think Travis Walton, of all people, is telling the truth. Oh, yeah. There's no doubt he's telling the truth. Um, uh, here he is. He mentions a gray. Yeah, he came uh, up to this area right after my incident happened. And uh, the gray see this spot. Here I say this spot. Here I say this spot. I know he's probably told me that wasn't as clear as I thought it was. Sorry about that. Uh, here we have another one. Uh, it can't be a camp campsite because it's it's coming from higher than where the the crest of the ridge. You can estimate, even though you can't see it, the trees are too thick. Uh, planet, you will attack it. Planet, you will attack it. Planet, you will attack it. Planet, you. That's a little bit more ominous, that one, isn't it? Yeah, it is. But, you know, I don't know how else you could call alien abduction things as a form of attack. I think it's an accurate description. Well, especially when he's he's not saying con or scam in every reversal, too, so... Well, there's none here about con or scam. Right, exactly. It's it's congruent with the others, and it's contrary to some of these other guys. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, let me pull out another genuine one. Um... Let me see. Oh well. Um, oh, okay. We'll go to uh, we'll go to the chap who saw the alien bodies in Roswell. Um, this was a mortician. 
his name is Glenn Davis, um, and he was asked to. He saw an alien body. Uh, where is it? Um, okay, here he here he is. He. Uh, but you were asking me to to describe the arms. And this was another thing that the lieutenant brought out that it was, that it was very, uh, the difference between theirs and ours. That, uh, so he's describing an, a body he allegedly saw from Roswell. Okay. And, uh, here he says, and they killed it. Renesh Gildich. Renesh Gildich. Renesh Gildich. So he's giving us more information. Okay. Uh, then, uh, from from that from that reversal or from what you've looked at, your personal opinion on Roswell? My personal opinion? Yes. Oh, it was an alien crash and they retrieved bodies. Um, no doubt. I mean, Jeremy Corso. He let me pull up Jeremy Corso. He was uh, Jeremy Corso. It uh, was an elderly gentleman who's uh, since passed on, unfortunately, and uh, he. Uh, he also claimed to have seen alien bodies. Um, and so you have I, some reversals of him too, Corso? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm just stalling a little bit because I can't find where he is. Um, uh, oh, That's okay. Uh, we, we, we have to take a break in just a moment if you yep. want to pull those up. If you're, yep, just, sure. if you're just tuning in, David Oates is with us this evening for this whole hour. You're listening to The Secret Teachings. I'm Ryan Gable. We've played so far Glenn Davis. That's who you just heard. Travis Walton and Billy Meyer looking for Jeremy Corso. And I don't know how many others. How many others do you have to play tonight, David? Oh, I, I, well, I've got a couple of dozen of people in the UFO field so far. Okay, so we, we would need several more, show, more shows to cover those. <laughs> you okay. would. Yeah, I've been doing this for six months now. So, yeah. All right, well, we'll, we'll make this an ongoing series. The name of tonight's show is Reversing the Con Part 2 with David Oates. The first part of this show, essentially, it's a totally different show, but the first part, essentially, is in the archive at thesecretteachings.info. That's thesecretteachings.info. David, what is your website? And then we're going to take a break. Uh, ReverseSpeech.com, R-E-V-E-R-S-E, Speech.com. You can download all 15 of my books totally free on that website. All my books are available completely free. Uh, Just go to the products page, and you can get everything I've written. All right. Go check it out. And again, our website, thesecretteachings.info. There's going to be more with David Oates after this. If you'd like to contact the show, email us at rd. G-A-B-L-E at yahoo.com. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings. Check out my books on our website. Again, the secret teachings.info, my new book, Liberty Shrugged. Also, that book with the UFO cult section in it is called The Technological Elixir, and it is available on our website as well. If you subscribe or have subscribed to the archive, you can read and download all those books in digital form on the website as part of your subscription. More with David Oates after this. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to The Secret Teachings. For more information on the show or to contact Ryan, visit thesecretteachings.info or email ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com. Hey, this is John Peasy at johnpeasy.com, and I'm here with Ryan Gable from The Secret Teachings. So it's taken months, but my new book, Liberty Shrugged, is finally available. 
Nearly 700 pages with archived images, it will leave you fascinated and wanting more. See, hatred for America and the Constitution is based on misconceptions of history and the rule of law. Charges of racism, sexism, and bigotry don't hold up to history and context. They stem from nullifiers who wanted to replace the Constitution and maintain hierarchy, as with the Confederate Constitution, which aimed to preserve the institution of slavery. But racism was not the foundation of that institution. It was a final justification to defend an institution which had existed forever and for which Western civilization and colonialism was actually taking steps to end. Africans and Arabs organized slave trading far exceeding anything in the Atlantic, and some continue to this day. Also, a woman's role in household duties was as systemic as a man's role in the legislature or on the battlefield. Indian tribes, when they weren't at war with one another, were choosing sides with the Europeans. See, we can't address history from the air-conditioned seats of a progressive university and pass judgments on men, women, and events that we know nothing about. My book, Liberty Shrugged, attempts to dispel countless historical, cultural, and social myths in order to find an objective understanding of history, the present, and the future. It's Liberty Shrugged at www.thesecretteachings.info. I hope you'll get a copy today for yourself, for your friends, for your family. I think you'll really enjoy it. If anyone can hear this broadcast, I'm still on Earth. This is the frequency of Ground Zero Radio. Ground Zero with Clyde Lewis and The Secret Teachings with myself, Brian Gable. You could listen to this. And again, you know, people say David has no evidence. David has no evidence. I hate this channel. Or you could listen to The Secret Teachings with myself, Ryan Gable, five nights a week on Ground Zero Radio. Join us to explore the outer limits of history, symbolism, parapolitics, and more. We'll explore a little bit of everything, but don't take my word for it. I'm kind of like you. I'm the last of a dying breed, a generalist. That's The Secret Teachings, five nights a week on Ground Zero Radio. This is Kev Baker of The Kev Baker Show, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. Thanks, Ryan. This is David Knight with thedavidknightshow.com, and you're listening to The Secret Teaching. Broadcasting from somewhere between the normal and abnormal. A collection of question marks. No reason, no explanation. Just a prolonged nightmare in which fear, loneliness, and the unexplainable walk hand in hand through the shadows. It's The Secret Teachings on Ground Zero Radio. Welcome back to The Secret Teachings. I'm your host, Ryan Gable. Thank you so much for joining us. The Secret Teachings airs Monday through Friday, 10 p.m. to midnight Pacific, right after Clyde Lewis and Ground Zero. Thank you so much for coming over to The Secret Teachings from Ground Zero if you're still up late with us on the East Coast of the United States. Maybe you're on the other side of the world, like our guest this evening, David Oates. I know we have actually a lot of listeners on the other side of the world, different countries. So welcome to the show. Uh, early morning, afternoon, where you are. I want to thank all of our subscribers and everybody who's purchased a book recently because you keep us on air five nights a week, Monday through Friday, and you allow us to do the type of research we do and get the types of guests we get on the show. So I really appreciate that. Thank you so much. Please leave us a review on any radio or podcast player, especially Apple Podcasts, I'd really appreciate that. So David Oates is our guest this evening. David Oates, kind of a part two show looking at the UFO community in reverse. I call it reversing the con. We've looked at Travis Walton tonight, who seems genuine and honest. We've looked at Billy Meyer, who seems like he's a con artist selling us BS, as he says in his own reverse speech words. Glenn Davis of Roswell, and you are looking for Jeremy Corso, and I'd like to know what you found on Jeremy Corso. 
Right. Jeremy Corso claimed that he uh, worked, he worked back engineering alien technology um, and introducing it to mainstream. Uh, now, in this particular clip, he says that he saw a body of an alien. Here's Fort Riley, Kansas. Oh, hang on. Let's go back to the beginning. Sorry. Here we go. I saw a body at Fort Riley, Kansas. But I put that out of my mind until I co could corroborate the information. And here he says, I looked at it. I looked at it. I looked at it. I looked at it. No, he's telling the truth. It's a congruent reversal, okay? I saw a body, I looked at it. That's what we're looking for when we're looking for congruent reversals is, are they saying essentially it's the same thing backwards as they are forwards? Right. Now, now, it might not have been an alien body, but he saw a body. He saw a body, right. He doesn't say alien. Well, he says alien, but who knows what he saw. He could have seen a dummy that looked like a body. and you know, uh, he, he saw something. So when he said he saw something, it's true. And here's another one, I think. Let's just play this. There was no question in my mind what it was. I know the difference between a body like that that, that I saw there and a dummy. Oh, well, that just answers your <laughs> question. <laughs> yeah, it does. That yeah. your question. And he says, they got it. They got it. They got it. They got it. Okay, there you go. Um, <laughs> nothing like having your own question answered by the next reversal, is there? No, that's great. So, that's great. So telling a true story. Here is a, here is a witness of the uh, UFO lights in Phoenix. I don't know the Phoenix lights were well-known lights in the no, late 90s. Yeah, 1997, yeah. 1997, yeah. No nonsense, people. Reporting very accurately. And uh, that adds a, in my book, a dimension of credibility to the whole thing. And it says UFO hovered. Yeah, and that's that's a hard one to dispute for anybody because for for a lot of people who might not know this, the Phoenix Lights is probably the most well documented, visually photographic, and in person for, for terms of witnesses UFO event perhaps ever. And the yeah. the military and, and uh, the Air Force, uh, uh, the local airport there in Phoenix Sky Harbor, they tracked that thing. In fact, the military tracked it over several states, so it wasn't yeah. just over Phoenix. Yeah, that's an incredible event. Now here's a here's a guy who also in the in the late seventies ninety seven who uh, claimed that he worked for he worked for um, he worked for Area fifty one. Uh, he'd witness alien autopsies. Um, and uh, contact with aliens. He came public under the pseudonym of Victor, using a uh, using a voice um, a disguise. What do they call it? I don't know what they call it. Anyway, so uh, so here he is talking about an alien so he claims he saw. This is on the the coast to coast. So you're saying we really have not effectively communicated with them. There has been no vocal communication. The the aliens do not speak. And backwards, he says, it's from the Pallades. So that's pretty freaky in, in and of itself. So, so it's from the Pallades, from the Pallades, from the Pallades. And it's, yeah. I mean, even if it is funny, the thing is, even if it is, it's from the Pallades, uh, the, the Pallades, the seven sisters, they're known as. So they would be the ladies. Um, yeah. but, but that's interesting, yes. That was on Coast to Coast back in the 90s? or 
That was on coast to coast back in the nineties. Yeah. So these are so these are some of the true ones that I have. I, I mean, I need to point out they aren't all liars out there. Here, here's Betty Hill um, from Betting and Barney Hill. Okay, and uh, she's uh, t- you, you know this story, of course. Yes, um, very well. A, a Dutch D from the late no early sixties. I think it happened sixty two. 63? I'm not too sure. And uh, here she's talking about what happened. The, uh, and at that point, it left the top of the mountain, came out over the highway and stopped in midair directly in front of us, maybe about 50 feet in the sky. She says, try to tell it you're frightened. Try to tell it you're frightened. Try to tell it you're frightened. Now, she actually claimed that she wasn't frightened forward. So this verse was a bit of an in- interesting twist, and I think that she may have been a little bit of denial, actually. <laughs> I think she was a little bit more frightened than what she says she was forward. But uh, this, week, think- this week is actually the anniversary of that. It was September 19th, 20th, 1961. Oh, 61, was it? Oh, yeah. was it? Wow. Gee whiz. Huh. Yeah. And... Uh, uh, here she is, uh, another one. They had larger eyes than ours, smaller nose, a smaller mouth, no protruding part of the ear and no hair. Warn the ray in the dark. Oh, and do it again. Warn the ray in the dark. And again. I guess was she taken up by a ray? Were they taken up by a beam of light? They were, weren't they? Um, uh, well, I've heard several different stories. Def- there was definitely a light or a beam involved in it. Yes, from what right. I understand, from what I've read. Right. See, once again, I'm not. You know, you, you know these cases better than I do. You know. So, uh, uh, but once again, that's a congruent story. She's basically saying the same thing backwards as she's saying forwards. Uh, it's, now, you know, it's, it's interesting, I'll say, because I, I mean, I, yeah, I have studied a lot of these cases and this has been a lot of my radio career. But when you have like Betty and Barney Hill, Travis Walton and, and a few other people that you've played, it seems like there, there isn't so much like a cult around these people. Like, no, there's not. Yeah. Do you right. notice that, too? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah, there's not a cult. Those who develop a cult, you've got to be wary about. Here, oh, oh, let me, let me, <laughs> let me uh, shake a few people's cages, shall I? Please, oh, please do me. it. Oh, dear. This one's very controversial. This is uh, Bob Lazar, okay? I was hoping you had some Bob. I was, I was hoping you had some Bob Lazar. All right, let's do it. I have a lot on Bob Lazar. Oh, dear me. Um, this is not an easy one to present. Um, I'll tell you my – oh, look, I'll play a couple of reversals, and then I'll tell you my conclusion. It's not a cut-forward case. It's not a straight-out lie or a straight-out truth, okay? It's a bit of, it's a bit of both. So, uh, so let's play one of them. You know, generally you're just assigned a badge and shown the general procedures and, and things of that sort. Um, this was a little different. He says, all my lies of sin. Lies of sin. Oh, that's not a very good reversal. Sorry, let me play that again. All my lies of sin. Lies of sin. Lies of sin. It's there. It's just quick. I'm sorry. That's a little bit hard to hear that. It's okay. Yeah, it is a little hard. It sounds like he says sin, but without the context. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that wasn't good. I'm sorry about that. Let me play another one. 
you know, it's ten years in jails and a ten thousand dollar fine. Does that sound familiar to you? It does. Before. It does. I, I've signed something like that before, but this was certainly far above and beyond that, which was kind of shocking, actually. Okay, with me are CIA. Put me up, CIA. Put me up, CIA. Put me up, CIA. The CIA's a bit cut off. So, so that, well, that that actually confirms a lot of what I've thought, and I know a few people personally and ready who have thought the same thing, that Lazar isn't necessarily lying, he's not necessarily telling the truth, that part of his story is intelligence operation, intelligence right. agency uh, work, if you will. That's, that's exactly what I have discovered during his reversals. I've done a lot on him, actually. I've probably got about 40 or 50, because I was very curious myself. He's... T- Telling a bit of truth, mixing with a bit of disinformation, and it's a CIA operation. That's what it is. Um, um, yeah, simple as that. That's my conclusion. Well, we'll, we'll play some more of these, but personally, what, what, what do you think? Do you think that the, the alien narrative that he's telling, the parts that are true, do you think that's real, or do you think that's sort of um, a psychological story or a story meant to induce a psychological state of like delusion or something in the public? What, what do you think the purpose of that is? I think it's to to cause confusion in the whole UFO field and in the public. Um, I think they're pointing somewhere when something else is really happening in a different direction. So it's misdirection. It's misdirection. That's what I believe it is. Yeah, that's what I believe it is. Uh, I, I'm convinced that uh, Bob Lazar is CIA, or at least sent in by the CIA into the UFO field. Mm-hmm. That's That's what I think. Well, well, let's let's play some more Lazar because I know listeners probably really want to hear about Lazar. Okay, so here's another one. This is Lazar on Rogan. Okay, and you got that job before that. You were working before that. I had worked at Los Alamos right. National Labs in New Mexico. He says I scam in this. Scam in this. Scam in this. Scam in this. We're back to. Actually, I'm sorry. Go ahead. That, yeah, that's actually quite clear. It's just a little bit faint. Let me turn the volume up on it. National Labs in New Mexico. Yeah, we're back to scam again. Yes, okay? we're back to the scam, yes. Back to scam again. And then we have this one straight after. I went down there early, and Ed Teller was outside, leaning on a brick wall there and reading the front page of the paper. They are spies? Yeah, spies. Yes, A little bit quick, but it's there. Uh, could you hear that one, or was that too quick? No, I heard it. It was a little bit quick, but I definitely picked it up. Yeah. yeah. Um, hey, play, that, play oh. it one more time for the listeners, so if they missed oh, it, sure. please. Sure. So here's the forwards. I went down there early, and Ed Teller was outside, leaning on a brick wall there and reading the front page of the paper. They are spies? Yeah, spies. Whoever he was talking about, the spies, CIA. Uh, Then, oh, look at, oh, gee, here we go. (laughs) Listen to this one. I think this is a melodic one from memory. We played around with the parts long enough before I got there where they could make the reactor operate, um, take the fuel out, and know that it makes it work. Grow a scam that had one. Grow a scam that had one. Okay, now bear in mind, this is on Logan, only back in 1919. Grow a scam that had won. 
this is a story that's worked for us. The UFO field bought into this hook, line, and sinker. So let's continue the scam going. Grow a scam that had won. Do you know what I'm saying? No, I absolutely do know what you're saying. And the, 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 the playbook continues to work, and they continue to use the same stories a lot of the time or the same types of archetypes in, in the, mythology of ufo- of the mythology of ufology, and right. it keeps making money. So why change it? Exactly right. Yeah, you got it. Okay, now here's something that seems to be telling a truth. As I've stated before, you know, to most people it sounds like wild science fiction. However, we know most of these things are possible. Warn you, we'll go on a ship. Warn you, we're going on a ship. Warn you, we're going on a ship. Warn you, we're going on a ship. That's got a little extra syllable in there. To go on or a ship. There's a little bit of glitch in there, but anyway. Could you hear that okay? I could, so yes. So there we go. That's something that seems to be validating his story. So let's oh, re- at- l- l- let me recap real quick. So Billy Meyer openly, subconsciously saying that he's selling a BS story. Bob Lazar's Absolutely. half and half. Bob Lazar half and half. Now listen to this one. Initially, our work started on the reactor. Uh, we figured that's the center point of everything, and this is where we should really concentrate our efforts, and apparently that's what the people before me did, too. We're trying to work how to fly the craft. Studying a weapon, their fire used use to fuck you. That's not very clear, I'm sorry. Yeah, that one is really hard to hear. Yeah, that's it. Forget that one. Throw that one out. Sorry, I haven't listened to these for months. So, so I'm just, uh, um, where's another one of these telling? Well, I think, hold, I think that's a good example, actually, of a question I wanted to ask you because for a lot of these reversals, I know on other shows, I, I think on Clyde before on Ground Zero, you've played it and then, then you've told Clyde or you let Clyde decide what they said and then you, you tell them what you tell him what you think they said. And I think that's, uh-huh. that's important because a lot of people probably think that. You're just feeding us what you uh, want us to hear, right? Clearly, that's not the case because I did not hear what you said in that clip. You, you actually, you, you said a very valid point. If what I'm saying is not there, you're not going to hear it. Or if it says something differently what I say, you're going to hear the different interpretation. You're not going to go with what I suggest. Uh, I mean, I've done tests. It, look, anyone has to look at my Facebook page to see when I've post reversals. Everyone comes and says, no, it says this. No, it says this. <laughs> so, you know, so uh, uh, no, these are phrases that are actually real. They actually exist. Some are clearer than others. There's a couple I played tonight that I didn't think were clear, so he threw them out. Um, but the ones that are clear are so stunningly clear, you know, it's just, um, wow. <laughs> There's no other way that uh, you can interpret it. You, you know, so, uh, yeah. So do we have some more Bob Lazar? Sure. Here we go. Any machine, any device that operates always makes extra heat. Nothing works at 100% efficient. For NASA, you know how to screw. 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 Oh, yeah. He's doing <laughs> that's kind this of a funny one. Gut. Hey? I said that's kind of a funny one, yeah. This is a funny one. Either NASA knows how to screw or he knows how to screw. (laughs) Oh, here's an interesting one. I don't know. This this could allude to secret space program stuff. 
Well, which, by the way, I've done no work on yet. That is on my list to do, whether we've got a secret space program or not. So I have no opinion either way on that subject okay. at this stage. Well, I mean, the again, the, the only thing I could verify was what I had my hands on. Mars mayhem they had. Mars mayhem they had. Mars mayhem they had. Mars mayhem they had. I don't know. Are well, we on Mars? That's, Was it trouble? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, if you if you talk to people like uh, Courtney Brown, he believes that there are remnants of uh, past civilization on Mars today. Or, you know, you talk to some people, even in mainstream science, and they believe that Mars used to have an atmosphere that was um, that yeah. was kind to yeah. life, and something happened, and it wiped it out. That's the history. Yeah. Oh, look at this here. Here, here. I've got one more about a spy, and another one. You could walk on that in the upper layer, but if you took the corner, stuck your finger in, and pushed, it collapsed and made a an entryway. Mm. So I thought that was a really unique. I'd never seen that before, and it was the only thing in the craft that made absolute sense to me. I said, ah, we can make that, and all that is is a hatchway. That's- I feel the spy. Damn it. Let's do the spy, Ambit. Let's do the spy, Ambit. Yeah, that one's there. It's, it's the reversal's actually quite clear. It's just a little bit quick. Could you hear that one? Okay. Uh, yes, and that was the second time he's mentioned spies, correct? Yeah, taught two spies, one CIA, and then this is the last reversal on Joe Rogan. This is his very last reversal. You know, when I worked there, I was on the front page of the the paper, so yes. they were still able to archive. You know, bring bring that back from the archives, and you know, Bob Lazar, a physicist working here at Los Alamos, so there was at least something there. This is a fraud. This is a fraud. This is a fraud. This is a fraud. And there you go. I rest my case. So this <laughs> th- this is a fraud in reverse. But what he's saying forward is his job, his employment. I'm sure it was a fraud. They just rustled something up. I mean, look, they can manufacture anything. They can manufacture old newspaper clippings or old, you know, I mean, I just, you know. It's the 1984 anyway. Ministry of Truth. Sure, absolutely. So, look, he's telling some truth. He's telling some lies. He's reporting to the CIA and NASA's involved in the whole thing. So it's it's a disinformation campaign. Do you get... Do you get a lot of people that are half and half? I'd imagine that's a common thing because of, of the way yeah. that consciousness and the subconscious works. Well, Stephen Greer is half and half, too. Now, he's another one who's CIA, I believe. Um, let me. Uh, that, I don't think you have to convince my listeners of that. I, everybody's pretty, pretty convinced <laughs> of that. Okay, all right. We'll see. I don't. Okay, well, see, this is, makes it all more real for me because I don't know any of those stories going around about these guys, you know. So uh, to hear you say that, that's uh, that's that's good. Here, here's Steve Greer. I'm talking about the CIA. Whoever is in control at the tippy top is is the place to go because clearly it's not happening at the level we're at. There's a committee. I know a number of the members of it. It's called. Uh, it's had various names over the years. Back in the 40s, 50s, it was called MJ12, um, Majority 12, uh, a group of men that were in charge of this issue. Um, it's one of the names. It's in the 90s. I have a document that was given to me that's classified that I published. There's a book called Unacknowledged that has this document in it. Um, called Magic, M-A-J-I-C. 
It's a, it's a CIA. Oh, it's CIA. Damn it. It's CIA's Yemi. It's CIA's Yemi. It's CIA's Yemi. Just like Lazar. Yeah, just like Lazar. And there's another one. Oh, here he is. <laughs> More than the CIA. Listen to this. Yeah, I am sort of grew up in the South and <laughs> in a way that was rough and tumble. And I said, oh, you don't, you're not afraid of you. I deal with people come into the ER with automatic weapons in my face. You think I'm afraid of you? We, the FBI. We, the FBI. We, the FBI. We, the FBI. He's a three-letter man, Stephen Crean. <laughs> He's an alphabet man. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, oh, here, listen to this. Uh, once again, I look. If some of these aren't clear, I apologise. I haven't vetted these before the show. I'm just pulling them straight off my files. So uh, uh, that's okay. It keeps it real. So people have to understand how information and disinformation is embedded with a strategic objective. I really need to do an entire course on counterintelligence and disinformation. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yes. What an ironic thing you just said forwards. Oh, my God. And the reversal is my shame of my sin. No shame of my goodness. No shame of my goodness. No shame of He's just admitting backwards. He's doing exactly what he's saying forwards. Oh, listen. Oh, this is classic. Let's listen to this forwards again. So people have to understand how information and disinformation is embedded with a strategic objective. I really need to do an entire course on counterintelligence and disinformation. <laughs> yeah, my shame of my sin. No shame of my goodness. No shame of my goodness. No shame of my goodness. Well, that right there, that's the golden ticket. That's, <laughs> that's all you need to know about Stephen Greer, I think classic one yeah i've got quite a few on him uh, i'll be publishing this stuff but it's going to be a couple of years before i'm ready i uh, i still don't know i i i uh, clearly clearly there's something going on there's no doubt i've got enough genuine people out there reversals to, to convince me that there's people telling the truth there's something happening however i'm getting um i haven't got time to go into this topic tonight on the show but with some other genuine contactees i'm getting a very spiritual f feel to it some of it's negative like satan and dark stuff in the reversals and some of it's positive light stuff so could that also be someone's individual religion their spiritual beliefs coming through <sighs> subconsciously Yes, it could be. It could be. I, I look. I really don't have enough information yet. All I've got is questions at this stage. You know, in the year from now, I'll have more information. But you know, for the first six months I've been doing this, I think I've come up yes. with some good stuff. I found some genuine ones. I found some straight out cons, and I found the uh, disinformation agents. <laughs> CIA, FBI. He needs to do a course on counterintelligence. The shame of my sin. That is so good. That is classic. So, so of everybody we've played tonight, from Billy Meyer, Bob Lazar, Travis Walton, Glenn Davis, Stephen Greer, are there any others that you either have you could play real quick or people that you want to let us know you're working on? Because my audience, the Secret Teachings audience, is very interested in, I guess you could say, UFO con artists. Oh, okay. Uh, who, who else do you have for us or who else are you looking into? Uh, well, uh, Skinwalker Ranch. Um, okay, Skinwalker Ranch. I've got uh, Bob Bigelow. Um, what have I had here? Uh, uh, okay, Bob Bigelow, Skinwalker Ranch. 
I think we have time for just a handful more. Just okay, a few more. A discarnate, discarnate entities, non-human entities, or ETs. And this to you it says, see that enemy. See that enemy. See that enemy. See that enemy. So there's that dark side to it, okay? And uh, and here we have this one. It looks very mechanical, but it's hard to tell. There appears to be a uh, not only the movement, it's it's in an arc. A boom, but they wander. A boom, but they wander. A boom, but they wander. Yeah, he's telling a story, giving a bit of, bit of extra information. Uh, and here we have one of these dark reversals again. I, at that place, there weren't any other kinds of uh, normal light, so it had to have been probably moonlight. But there, there was a blackness, like around you. They were devils. They were devils. They were devils. They were devils. Yeah, at the Skinwalker Ranch, you have a really interesting story. I, I don't buy the hubla around it, but I know that whether it's the werewolf or the Skinwalker, the Native American Indian tradition, or a lot of times people are seeing portals and you're seeing things there that are more, although UFOs are, quote, paranormal, yeah. there's a lot of more paranormal things happening yeah. there. It's not really so much ufology. It's more like cryptozoology mixed with uh, right. monsters. Yeah, I, yeah, you're right. There's something going on there. Um, I, I, um, but it seems spiritual in nature. So within Anyway, so there you go. That's some of it. I've got a lot more, you know, but, uh, and uh, we'll be uh, continuing doing the UFOs for the next couple of years, I would imagine. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you about three different people real quick. Uh, Jay, sure. Jay-Z Knight. Have you ever heard of Jay-Z no. Knight? never heard of her she might be a fun side project to the ufo i mean she's in the ufo community if you will she claims to channel this atlantean being but she would be oh, a really good one. Oh yeah i mean that night k-n-i-g-h-t jay-z night jay-z yep and then night yep k-n-i-g-h-t yep and it's great because if you're going to reverse her you're basically reversing her and this entity she's supposedly speaking oh. as well actually i'm looking for that right now i just made a post on my facebook page looking for this type of stuff so. oh yes look up jay-z knight and then i wanted to know i think these are two good people to look at but has anybody ever asked you about tom DeLong or louis elizondo don't know those names at all no really okay so those i would highly recommend david if you take what i say with any amount of credibility please look up louis elizondo and tom DeLong. i think people would really like to hear those okay I will be honored. All right. Excellent. Thank you so much for coming on the show tonight and sharing all these clips. I'm, I'm really glad that you found the uh, the Travis Walton ones because I've always thought he was genuine. So that was really nice to hear. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. And just remind any, everyone, go to my website, download all my 15 books completely free. And if you're a science fiction fan, I've just written a science fiction trilogy, which incorporates reverse speech. You'll find it very What's that called? Called The Angelian Saga. The Angelian Saga. Okay, and that's on the website? That's on the website, products page. Okay, and what's that website again for listeners? ReverseSpeech.com. R-E-V-E-R-S-E. Speech. S-P-E-E-C-H. ReverseSpeech.com. ReverseSpeech.com. Very simple. David Oates is also linked up on our Facebook page for the show promo tonight, and you can find the other show we did with David. Hopefully there'll be more to come. It's in the archive at thesecretteachings.info. That's thesecretteachings.info or any radio or podcast application or player if you're not a subscriber. Again, David, thank you for coming on the show. Love to have you back sometime soon. We'll do some more reversals on the UFO community. My pleasure indeed. Thank you. All right. You have a good night. Bye-bye.
All right, there he goes, David Oates. Again, I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. We'll be back again tomorrow night. I'm not exactly sure what we're going to be doing tomorrow night. We might have a guest. We might not have a guest. Check out the website. Check out the Facebook page, and you'll find our promotional images and descriptions of the shows. Monday through Friday, 10 p.m. to midnight Pacific, right after Clyde Lewis and Ground Zero, the most reliable way to listen, groundzero.radio or the Aftermath FM application. If you would like to email us, rdgable at yahoo.com. That's rdgable at yahoo.com. Stay safe, stay informed, stay healthy. And we'll talk to you on the next broadcast. This is David John Oates from ReverseSpeech.com. You are listening to The Secret Teaching with Ron Gable.